Well, it wasn't exactly the best one, unfortunately. And the Sharks lose this one in a shootout. But dang it. They could have had one. Oh, well. We'll talk about this game and the Sharks hit the halfway point and a whole bunch of other stuff on the reverse retro night here on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Friday night, March 19th, 2021. The Sharks take a loss in the shootout to the St. Louis Blues by a score of 2-1. to one. Welcome to the reverse retro style edition of Teal Town After Dark. We do this after every single game, home and away. We want to be part of the show. Teal together and chat with us and fellow Sharks fans on the page or the app. Follow us on the social, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Of course, hit that subscribe button on the YouTube, SoundCloud, Reddit, and of course, Discord. Thank you, Ian Reed, for putting the Discord link in there so you can join us afterwards. And of course, find everything at tealtownusa.com. Good evening, everyone. Puck Guy and Al Martinet. Al, how are you tonight? And, uh... <sighs> An yeah. Another another loss that the Sharks could have gotten two points out of. Yeah, that's been one of the troubling signs of this this season, uh, this year actually. It's just right. they've had plenty of opportunities scoring first, but they've never really held on to leads. Um, currently, the Sharks are about ten points away from a playoff spot, and they're about they've lost about eight leads um, that they could have won. So that's it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, hopefully it's not more, but I mean, that's just my just quick breaking down the schedule and wins and losses. But like, you know, at this point of the year, that's eight points, you know, that the Sharks desperately need, and you know, they're second in the you know, second but in the second in the last of the last. And that's the problem is that. They needed this game against St. Louis in order to get uh, any talk to. But and honestly, another relatively penalty-free game uh, tonight. You know, I mean, I've never seen so many, too many men on the ice. Call, or excuse me, hella dudes calls. You know, uh, I just think it's. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I, mean, I don't think I've ever seen it so, like that. So, I, I mean, we saw this with the Vegas game where it was just poor fundamentals leading to Vegas getting more chances. And it's the same deal today. I mean, St. Louis had so many opportunities to shoot the puck. They controlled our neutral zone and our, well, they basically controlled all three zones. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, give give St. Louis a lot of credit. They lost one of their big players in the first period. Um, to a, it seemed like a pretty nasty injury. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Sunquist. Sunquist. Thank you. And, you know, that should have... I, I felt like the Sharks kind of took, you know, its pedal 
for the most part. They just kind of stopped playing with aggression halfway through the second period when it seemed like they had momentum. Yeah. I mean, I thought, you know, after once Donato scored, and thank God, I mean, in his first goal in 21 games, I think his last goal was against Colorado in like late January to make it one nothing. It's like, okay, these guys can these guys can hang on for this victory. They'll be in good shape, you know. And then all of a sudden, we can get back into this thing. And yeah. then the third period happened, you know. Uh, and I thought their third period was lazy. I don't think I don't. I honestly, that's a tough one on Jones to on the shorthanded goal from Tyler Bozak on and it's shorthanded, uh, you know, to get it goes right off the knee and in. I don't know how you can really get to that one, you know, uh, and then I, go ahead. I thought for a quick second it might have been like a kicking motion, just the way he angled his foot, but. You know, maybe you might do a coach's challenge, but you rarely see a challenge on on play like that. Right, and and that would be a tough one, and that would also be you know triggered by Toronto, and when it went off the knee, not exactly you know the skate. Yeah. So that made it one one. Obviously, there's not a whole too much to talk about here. To be honest, I mean you had. Two hella dudes penalties. He had the Donato goal. You know, Sanford takes a goaltender interference call, which I thought was shaky at best. Uh, Which, you know, eventually led to the shorthanded goal. Curtis Gabriel, I guess, pissed off Wes McCauley um, with apparently, you know, not liking potatoes. Uh, So he gets a misconduct. Uh, And and the overtime. I mean, was it, is it me? Al, is it me or was it freaking, um, you know, that just seemed lazy, just didn't get any chances? Just, I don't know, were they, they thought they could win this game one nothing. I mean, this kind of goes back to what I said before about just Blues had a major injury in the first period. And even though the Blues have lost their last five, you kind of, I think the Sharks kind of figured that their floor depth was kind of an issue, going to be a question mark going all the way through. So maybe just for the luck of it, that you know, maybe you might get an easy win here 1 0, maybe 2 0 with an empty net goal. But you know, I don't like, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, I think this is one of Timo Meyer's worst games this season and potentially as a Shark. Like, like turning over the puck in the neutral zone, costly penalties, and just I he was just not like I didn't have a presence on the ice whatsoever. And it's tough to take. I, and there was I think he was one of the guys that was out there for over uh, like a minute forty uh, because of icings or offsides or you know all, of all that. It's like you know. Uh, it's crazy, but uh, let's get to some of the uh, comments from the locker room here. Uh, the chances are deceiving. We gave up more than the usual, uh, but we generated more than usual. That won't show up on the stat sheet. I thought we had a lot of opportunities uh, from Bob Bugner. 
Uh, also, Booger saying our PK was solid, but our power play didn't get the job done, and then we gave up the shorty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's about it. <laughs> Good night, everyone. It's <laughs> a wrap. Close yeah. the, hit the credits. Right. And we're done. No. Uh, if you missed anything, no. We won't do that. Uh, from Logan Couture, offensively, we're getting more chances from the slot. Defensively, we're tighter. I think we need more from the guys up top. I haven't scored in a while. Couture, you know, kind of calling himself out, which, you know, you know. I mean, he's been better. I think better as a captain this year compared to last year. I think there was a lot of growing planes with him calling out his teammates and such, but, um, you know, I, it's not really the defenseman's fault. It's really just the four depth issue. Um, yeah. I mean, this is um, there's been ten games in the month of March, and they've only won the face off percentage two times. So, and yeah, and that's a big one. I mean, the the face offs were a huge factor in this game tonight because the Sharks couldn't do crap with the face offs. I mean, St. <laughs> Louis won it with 62% in the face-off circle. And even Randy and Hetty were, were talking about how rough some of these these numbers were. N only Couture was over 50% in the face-off circle. Kane and Marla were even at 50. Gambrell struggling again in the face-off circle at 20%. Tomas Hurdle, 24%. I mean, come on, guys. That's where uh, some of those goals against Vegas early in the week cost them. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think there's not many good stats for the Sharks today. Um, I mean, frankly, there's the season, frankly, but um, like, the Sharks had their chances in the second period, and that's the most frustrating part of this whole thing. Like, how many chances did the Sharks have that were. You know, three on one, two on one, that they just didn't get a shot on net. Right. And and that's that's the thing. I think we saw like how was it? I had in my stat numbers here, twenty seven minutes in, there was like eleven shots in goal, and they had missed the net fourteen times. Like missed shots fourteen times. It's like, guys, you're you're making mental mistakes. You have three hella dudes penalties in three periods you do the puck over glass i mean even eric carlson had a lazy uh offsides call where it almost where i almost started to question whether or not he he did it intentionally you know um it's it's like what the heck you know i mean seriously come on Guys, you're halfway through the season. You're eight points out of a playoff spot. You guys should have this fine-tuned in there. You can't use your trained in Arizona as an excuse. You can't say because of the 12 games in. You're 28 games into a season. I don't care if it's 82 or 56. Get your crap together. Like, seriously. Mm -hmm. Face-offs, fundamentals. Too many men on the ice penalties. Something that should rarely happen. And you've had it happen three times in the last three periods. And thankfully, only one time did a, did a you know, back off. You know, and Adrian Serta saying they look tired. You know. Yeah. Like, not to hammer the face-off point, but 
the Sharks have only won faceoff percentage seven times all season. All season. Um, and I, I, I'm not going to blame this on the defenseman because, like, what are you supposed to do when right. you're already at disadvantage every single faceoff? Like, like, the hallmark of the Sharks for such a long time was, you know, they had the center depth, they were going to control the ice and the play. But that is just not happening. And I feel really bad for EK because, like, most of his game is speeding up the ice and creating offensive, you know, advantages. But, like, you can't really do that when you don't have the puck. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing, too. They're not generating any, you know, penalties or any power plays. I mean, you, you get two tonight, and you had that one game where you had uh, – the one penalty with 25 seconds left uh, against Vegas, like, well, good for you. Way to, way to give us a, a pity penalty call. Like, shut the hell up, you know? And, and, you know, 20, they have to win 20 games out of the next 30 and they only have 28 left to get in the playoffs. I mean, they're, they're going on a serious run here, but I mean, it's going to be I mean, a daunting task, and and you lost a key game to a, a key opponent tonight. I mean, even I, like, as someone who really does love the Sharks, like, you can make the argument that the next 13 games when they're playing Los Angeles about five times, they're playing the Ducks four times, Arizona twice, and, you know, they're playing Minnesota twice, like, that lineup, that schedule, you could go on a run of sorts, but like, I don't trust this team at all, and that's something I've never really said. Like, maybe I, well, last year kind of, but like, this is like the team. This is the year where I've kind of fully like, I don't trust this team. I'm hopefully, just gonna hope the young guys develop into, you know, decent players in the for the future. Yeah, you can ho- only hope so much. But, I mean, you, you just, uh, playoffs are kind of out the window, you know. I mean, you kind of kiss that goodbye, and I get that there's still some hope in there. But, you know, you get, you got to find some some sort of improvement from last year. I mean, it's just, it can be infuriating, you know. The kids are getting more of a chances, which is good. But at the same time, I mean, you, you can't do the same. You can't change players up and then get the same results. You have to get something improvement. And, and you can't put this one on Martin Jones. I thought he had a pretty good night tonight. Uh, unfortunately, you know, Tarasenko, you know, beats him late in the shootout. And he's been dynamite in the shootout as of late and just didn't turn out the case, you know. Yeah. I mean, this was his first game in about a week. And I thought he was fresh. He was decent. Um, but this is one game you would think that, like, Jones would have had, like, you know, builds momentum going into a stretch where you need to have win about 80% of your games. So, yeah. yeah. 
uh, from Eric Carlson. We've been playing better hockey lately. It makes us tough to play against. It's unfortunate we can't find ways to win. Honestly, it's it's not ways to win. It's it guys. It's more like getting on the team early, sustaining that lead, which you couldn't do early on this season. I mean, Al, I don't know how many times we came on where the Sharks lost in like overtime or a shootout, you know, yeah. or they won in overtime and gave away a point. You know, that's the problem here. Uh, you get that uh, or or you have these dumb mental mistakes and they've been doing them, you know, the last three games. And honestly, the, this team should have five more points than they they sh- they have. And, uh, you know. They have improved in the second period this season, and especially this month. True. I mean, um, before they would just blow like leads in the second period like nothing, but you know they've held on and increased their leads most times in the in the second period. It's just now that's kind of drifted into the third period. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I think the real death nail wasn't today it was on Wednesday versus Vegas when they gave up that three, one lead. And, you know, that's kind of, I, uh, I thought it was a great effort by the guys on Wednesday, but like, I think everyone is really, really tired and just, they cannot match up against any playoff team right now. But why are they tired though? You know, I mean, 10, they had 10 months off between, COVID and everything. Yes, I get yeah. the training was was tough to not do, uh, especially with all the restrictions in Santa Clara County, um, and and with everything in Arizona, you know, I mean, come on, like seriously, I mean, it, it's it, there, it, there's there's one point one part of me that says okay I get where they're coming from but at the same time the second part of me is like they're freaking professional athletes who who are at top notch shape they can kick their ass you know and get going with their game yes I know it's different between getting you know in game competition be, between you know going sixty to seventy percent at practice. Uh, but I mean, shoot! I I think I I expected a, a lot, a lot better from from this team. Uh, I after last year kept things pretty low in terms of expectations because I had some severe questions about the forward depth, and no matter what, like I, I really did see like a big shift from you know the two thousands being mostly defensive led to now being more forward-based. And I think the Sharks just really gambled on the wrong player. Like, that's... And that's nothing to do about EK. It's really about Doug. And we can go back time and time again about the trade and all that and what they gave up. But I think the Sharks just gambled and the leaks, you know, along with COVID, really did hurt the Sharks in in a significant way. It's tough, and you needed those points, uh, but at the same time, you know, they they could have gotten prepared a little bit better. Martin Jones uh, on the night, you know, uh, 33 saves, 34 
shots, 971 save percentage. Overall, a pretty solid night for Jones, uh, who gets in, the, who gets a good uh, game in. As you said, a week off. Good to see. Yeah. Overall, um, you know, uh, congratulations to Matt Nieto, the Long Beach native, playing in his 500th NHL game. Uh, he joins San Francisco-born Brooks Orpic, uh, Oakland native. Uh, crap, I'm blanking on the guy's first name. Norwood. Uh, he was from Oakland. Uh, so Matt Nieto, Long Beach native. Congrats on 500 games. I, I I say about this because Nieto's kind of kind of been in trade talks. Obviously, the more the one that's kind of the shining right right now is Devin Dubnik. There's some that say that he he was willing to move his no his ten team no trade clause. Um, I mean, I'm not too sure you can make a trade. Um, that's the thing. Just either because of salary cap. And also because of quarantine rules, unless, you know, the angel kind of pauses for a day or two to get all the players vaccinated. Or vaccinated. Um, I just don't think you're going to see a lot of trade momentum this year. Um, and, you know, I even if Dudnik gives up his uh, no trade, you know, allows him to get traded every team. I don't think anyone's going to take his contract and. You know, that's just the bet the Sharks made when they made that deal with Minnesota. Well, I mean, the good thing is is that you can maybe get some salary retained and maybe that ups the, the, the potential pick that you get in return. I mean, that would be, uh, you know, nice to see yeah. if that's the case. Um, Matt Nieto, I know we've talked about. I don't know if there's too many others outside those two that will garner any interest to the playoff teams. Um, speaking of trades that happened, you know, Ryan Donato getting his first goal in 21 games. And he says tonight, like I, like I would, if I was on a schneid, uh, it was very relieving. Fortunately, that one snuck through. I mean, I'm, it was kind of a relief because like the Sharks gave, <laughs> they didn't even have, a shot on goal when they had like three or four, you know, one on three, one on two opportunities. And I mean, there was one point when there was a one on three and Velasic gets the puck to shoot. Yeah. Of all people. Yeah. Not sure if that's the one you want to go with the shoot. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I mentioned, you know, overpassing a bunch tonight. Uh, you mentioned the three on one and it's like, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I just I just don't get it. But it is what it is. The Sharks will lose this one uh two to one in the shootout. Uh they pick up a point. That's always good. However, they give up two to a team that they're fighting to, you know, move up in the standings and you know, nobody's gonna everybody will say, you know, they're fighting tooth and nail till the very end. Uh, you know, looking yeah. at the standings right now, they sit currently, uh, you know, nine points now out of a playoff spot, um, and, and that's where you, they aren't gonna they aren't gonna win. 
you know, you're not going to win. You know, give us something to cheer for. And and at, at this point, you know, yeah, I mean, you're kind of a blase, and and you expect Carlson to be better. You expect Hurdle to come in. Couture called himself out. Who knows what's going on in the locker room? Because it's just a you know frustration, and we keep seeing in the chat. You know, Anthony Morris, Valak six hundred, the worst value at the moment. Burns isn't great. How about that Jones contract? Carlson's getting targeted for GM's poor cap management. Mm. You know, uh, you know, worst value contracts, Jones or Vlasic Jones and a tie for Carlson Burns. I don't think that's that. Okay. I think I think it's not the 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 price. I think it's more so going to be the years. On yes. This year. Yeah. Especially Vlasic Jones. I can deal with if they decide not to even buy him out during the offseason. I think you can still write him out. Um I know for a lot of people that's sickening, but like, you know, the Sharks are just not dumb well in front of him. Like, the defense has not been great all year, including last year. Um, Carlson, yeah, it's 11.5 for the next seven years. Yeah. Um, pretty inexcusable. Um, and we laughed at that Drew Dottie contract thinking that would never be something we have to deal with. And oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I, I don't I don't think there's like a way out, like a like a quick s- solution to all of this. Like, I think you're just going to have to deal with small increments, you know, people like Nieto coming in looking for a bridge deal to hopefully get a bigger contract next year. You know, get a better place to go to next year, you know, shine, shine a little bit more, you know, yeah. if, if anything. So, uh, and it's like, come on. That's that's that that's kind of the most infuriating thing is like, geez, guys, you know better. You can be better, you know, uh, like AO, by the way, good to see you AO in the chat again. Uh, you know, is anyone performing to your expectations right now except maybe Kane and everything that's going on with Kane? You know, kudos to him. But Hurdle, you know, mm. uh, you know, doing doing OK. Uh, you called out Meyer for for you know a rough game, you know here yeah. and there, and who knows if he's if he's still one hundred percent or not, or after an injury the last couple of nights, you know. So uh, Nieto's been decent, but like the expectations for him going in were so low that what we've got him from him has been pretty decent. But like you know, little bank has been pretty decent. Um, I've called him out a couple of times, but like you know, if you yeah, I've I'll steal this from AJ, but like if you you know take his point total and branch it out for what it would be an 82 game season, it would be what his contract value is. So like, you know, I see someone who's actually kind of performing and getting better over time. Um, but yeah, like it's really just been like, you know, the Sharks really need to improve their forward depth. And their size in particular, because Vegas is and, and Vegas and St. Louis are huge lineups. And you know, you, when you look at the faceoff percentage and the puck possession, that's kind of just the story of the year, right? You know, and you look at Patrick Marlowe. I mean, yes, Bugner has had him on the third and fourth line. I think it's safe to say that he won't be a target at the trade deadline. 
but you know you had you go from 11 goals to just one on the year uh you know I, I i love patty i can't wait for him to break the record um but to have him on with curtis gabriel i don't, I don't know <laughs> i don't know yeah uh but i mean where where are you honestly going to put him if and honestly out of the lineup isn't isn't an option you know so it's it's like a catch 22 of of sorts but you know patty where are you tomas hurdle come on give it let's get some love and what bank you've been hot and cold it's like you got called out by your coach you were benched in the third period of a game then you come back with some nice goals but then you take two bad penalties in vegas it's like hot and cold we're like a freaking Katy Perry song for crying out loud, you know. And and love. Kate, love we need me. we need some fireworks, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm trying to find a, a parody for "I Kissed a Girl" and it's not coming to me right now. So you know, <laughs> oh man. For, for Doug, it's "I Kissed a Defenseman" and I liked it. Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> Just leaving that there. Just leaving that there. We are at 39 viewers, so we want to thank each and every one of you. Uh, if we're going to – let's get those likes going, people. Let's get to 20. Uh, and, and, of course, the Venmo donation for your favorite segment. There we go. We're at 40, 40 people watching. Let's get to 20. Come on, gang. Let's make this happen. I know it's I know it's been a, a, a str- struggle and a frustrating night. Struggle. Struggle for me to make words for that matter. A struggle for the for the sharks to uh, to mount anything going, you know. Um, you know, Dave Taylor asking where did Nason disappear to? Not not the answer, but going on last season, late, at least considering Mobson. Yeah, I mean Nason's with the Cuda right now, uh, and that's where he's been getting most of his playing time lately. Uh, kind of a surprise because considering how I I know. Myself and Hockey Jerk loved uh, Nason, uh, you know, after last season. And I don't know what's happened since. I don't know if Pugner just isn't a fan of his or whatnot. Yeah, um, I'll leave that to, you know, those guys. And I, I don't really follow the Bjorkid too much, but... Um, if, Kevin Lacey. Yeah, I'm like... If Lacey and Ian and on a Peloton, on, preferably, yeah, come through. But like, you know, if Barracuda is a better place for the, him to get ice time, and frankly, if there's a better support structure and the morale system there is a little bit better than what there currently is in the Sharks, then I think that's probably the better spot for him. That's just speaking for me, who is not really, you know, mm-hmm. doesn't really follow the Barracuda that closely, right. Uh, J95, I've always thought that the Sharks would be in a totally different place had they been able to sign JT three years ago, and, and I would mean John Tavares. Uh, yes, but then we'd literally have no cap space left, you know, at this point. Um, but I, I think you'd have more, more desire of players to come play here and more playmaking that you're, you know, you're having Couture, Tavares, and Hurdle 
as your centers or you put Hurdle on the wing to really get your top six um, bunched up. You know, if I remember right, um, JT's contract is what nine or ten million? I believe so. And the Sharks had offered him thirteen. Thirteen. So I mean, I obviously think... Eric Carlson mm-hmm. wouldn't be here if if Tavares yeah. is. Yeah, I, I think thirteen would have been pretty steep um, for any player. I like I like John Tavares a lot, but at thirteen, I don't think you can even build a team around that and we're even having that same issue with ek's 11.5 so um yep i i yeah uh and you know aj making a good point no need to have nason up when he likely won't be on the team next season his spot is better used to see what guys like shemlevsky handemark and etc can do for you and we've seen a lot of those we've seen We've seen Joachim Blickfield, Shemilevsky. I mean, Ivan Chikovic just finished his season in the KHL. Who knows if he gets a jump up, uh, you know. So, we'll see. Uh, Tavares is $11 million, uh, yeah. with Toronto. So, so Ross Imanzine, Hasso instilled a bad culture in San Jose. How? I don't necessarily agree with that one one bit. I mean, I I think the thing is is that as soon as Pavelski left, the leadership went to Couture, and it's been a huge learning process. I think personally for him, and I don't think he's done a really great job. I don't think he's been a great captain, and you know, coincidentally, I think as soon as Pavelski left, and the record is what it is right now, like you know. That's just kind of how I, how I see it. Yeah, and the, you're not the only one that's that's kind of talked about Couture's leadership. Um, you know, I, I think it's different compared to Pavs. I think it's different compared to Joe and definitely com- different to Patty's. Uh, but you look at the guys who have A's on this team. So you have Couture and you have, I think, four unique individuals. You know, Carlson, Patty, Hurdle. Burnsy, you know, so you, you all kind of have a different mesh and it's all about coming to uh, coming together, you know, so that's yeah. that's the critical one there, folks, is coming together and having the perseverance to get through a third period and not have, an, you know, freaking hella dudes penalty or or just poop the power play uh, and give them a chance to sh- score shorthanded. Because that changed the game, and the laziness comes back to haunt them big time. But, you know, it's not like you're going to have Couture get his captaincy stripped because who are you going to give it to? Carlson? I think that would be – everybody would have a conniption over the it. The fan base would erupt about that. Uh, and, and honestly, at the rate that, that EK's comments have been coming out, I wonder when fans do return what the reaction will be with Carlson. Uh either next <sighs> season or really late uh, really late in the year uh, this year, which I, I, you know, I'm starting to wonder if that's even going to happen. So, yeah, we have, I hit... mean, go ahead. I was going to say Brody and Hannon were um, doing their pregame and postgame at the rink. So maybe you might see some fans in attendance, but 
very small percentage late late May, but we're but you're tough. Yeah, you're you're right on. Yeah, I mean, uh, not gonna lie. You know, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see. Uh, even contemplating going down to Vegas to see Patty tie the record would be nice to too uh, especially if it getting them to nine thousand, and i have both vaccinations so we'll see for that uh i aj tell me if we have a venmo donation i know jerk has already said and, and laurel's gone so you know cancel the reach around <laughs> it would be a wraparound if anything uh in the meantime you know yeah, and Jerk, you're you're right there too. Santa Clara County's restrictions are too strict to allow fans. Sorensen had to quarantine ten days, even though his yeah. positive test was a false positive. That's another issue. Um, Later in May, not late May, is what I I should have said. Thank you. Uh, I said that. Uh, yeah, but that. So I don't see anything. Unfortunately, if there's no donation, we don't we don't reach around. But uh, you know what we will do in the meantime, though, Ed. I I think at this point, and with the Sharks' loss, they have a six percent chance uh, of getting the number one overall pick until they change it on us. So let me let's let's try to do this here. All right, folks, let's see. Let's make this happen, and we get the Sharks going down, going down a bit to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, looks like it was ninth, so, oh, boy. Yay. Yay. <laughs> of course. You know, and of course, Seattle will get the number one pick, so. So, oh, well, it is what it is, folks, uh, and, and guess what? We get to do this tomorrow. Yay. Uh, Sharks and Blues back at it again. Same time, 6 p.m. on Saturday. Landy will be here to take you the take you the way home. Uh, hopefully, celebrating a Sharks victory would be nice uh, for that. So, well, Al, it's been fun talking yep. about the team being nine points out of a playoff spot. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we are competent at sucking. <laughs> that that's just way too much enthusiasm there for that you know yeah oh man uh so with that in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again uh-oh i forgot to hit this one uh check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher whether it's apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, youtube soundcloud stitcher iHeartRadio, <laughs> tune in radio you know, I mean, come on. There you go. Spotify, you name it. That's the one I've been looking for. Uh, <laughs> you know, so. It works. It works. Um, Austin Lynch, uh, one of a good, one of our uh, blues fans uh, that follows us, we appreciate it big time. I went to a blues game in person. They pumped in the crowd noise in the arena, and it was the weirdest thing ever. I thought they just did it through the tv yeah no it's gotta hand it to him yeah 
I, jerk, I'm not allowed to say that per my agreement, along with the, uh, the <laughs> oh, John, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? Boy, oh boy. You just made jerk mad. Uh, I don't know who Puckeye 16 is, but, uh, you know, I, I feel triggered by it. So do we have to do it? Uh, do we give the people what they want? Uh, do we give the people what we want? I, I will make this really quick. Uh, it didn't help the sharks tonight. Uh, but uh, John, John, appreciate the support big time. Really quick before we get out of here. Capitals beat the Rangers 2-1. They used up all their offense the other day. Vancouver beats uh, Montreal in overtime. Uh, wait, is that? Yeah, that's right. JT Miller in overtime again. You know, big time. The Leafs lose again. Holy crap. Are you serious? Daryl Sutter. Daryl Sutter is on a roll all of a sudden. The Leafs now. Man. Poor Steve Dangle. Oh, d- I got dance for the dollar. Wow. Okay. Okay, jerk. <laughs> there you go. And actually, I, I you know what? One sec. I, I have I've had the wrong shirt on. Oh, and by the way, the Golden Knights beat the Kings Ward too. There you go. <laughs> My God. Uh, he prefers his full name, Jiller Tiller Miller. All right. And Austin Lynch, yeah. Uh, let me get this out of the way, and you can send it to LGB Radio on Twitter. One sec. Al, vent for me before we get out of here. Uh, yeah. Thank you all for watching. Um, yeah. This is a tough, tough year, tough, tough game. Um, there's really not much I can really say that's positive about the Sharks right now, but. Um, oh my god you're really doing that um, but for the most part I would say just take it game at a time keep your expectations low and you'll be able to just enjoy the hockey at play because this is still the best sport in the best sport I like watching let's put it that way Yeah. alright there you go you see the jersey on me I lost the bet to let's go blues radio I'm wearing wearing this big old freaking thing so there you go all right, we'll be back with you tomorrow. <laughs> really? Tomorrow's morning skate is optional? Hmm. I, 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 I don't know about that. We'll be back. I mean, I know for sure that's what they're saying, but I'm saying hmm, maybe they should skate a little bit to get their uh, their legs going. Uh, we'll be back with you. I'm not going to give you a stand-up and twirl. Oh, jeez, really? <laughs> really? Okay. John, John, what are you doing? There you go. <laughs> What? Never mind, AJ. Never mind oh for AJ and Shirk to do it. <laughs> A little late there, buddy. <laughs> All right. The conversation, or should I say the chompversation, continues on Discord right now. We appreciate each and every one of you, as always, for giving us the support and the love. We'll be back with you tomorrow following Sharks and Blues. That's a 6 p.m. start. Landy will be here with, I don't sure, whatever. Uh, whoever he has i hope he has somebody because it'd be nice uh but until then keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal al thank you as always you can find him at al martinet you can find me at puck guy 14 we will see you on the discord in a little bit have a great night everyone